Welcome to the Life Outdoors Podcast. Our mission is to educate, entertain, and motivate. We speak life into and through the outdoors. Now join your hosts, Nate Bailey and Gage Bailey, as we navigate through the mountains of this life. Welcome to the Life Outdoors Podcast. Uh, I know it's been forever since we've uh, been on here, but um, that's going to change. Um, things have been busy around here at the Life Outdoors. We have been doing a lot of different things. And uh, one of the big things that has happened is we have become an official nonprofit ministry. And uh, we believe that uh, the outdoors, that, that it gives us something that we could share with the rest of the world. That I was created. The, the reason that the Life Outdoors started, I'm the founder and uh, the president of the Life Outdoors at the moment. Um, but it came to me when I was in a deer blind, getting ready for a Sunday school lesson. I used to be a youth group leader and uh, did that for a lot of years for teens and, and for younger kids before that. But um, I was sitting in, in getting ready for uh, the Sunday lesson waiting on deer to come by sitting in the blind um i used to use blinds ground blinds a lot in those days that way i could do that you know i could actually study and wait for deer but something that i read struck home with me and uh i'm going to read it to you it's it's in romans 1 18 is where it starts but um i know this has been used in a lot of different outdoor ministries but they, they usually just use 119, the verse 119. And I'm going to read all the verses that go with 118 and put it in the context. And uh, and, and kind of tell you um, how this made me feel. Sorry about the phone in the background. But so, um, how this made me um, feel like God had put me here for this purpose. And so I'm going to go through and kind of give you an idea of what started the life outdoors and where we're headed and uh, what, what you guys could do to help facilitate that. Or maybe you could uh, need some encouragement and some edification. And that's what we're here for. Our, our, our big goals with everything that we do through the media, through um, the in-person and, and through the film festivals and all that is to um, edify, to educate and encourage people. And that's, that's our big, big goals and everybody that's attached to the life outdoors we're going to get them all on here every one of them is going to get on here everybody that's attached to the life outdoors um believes in this they believe in edifying and encouraging and and educating so let me read this verse to you or this this section it's not a verse it's a section um of and this is kind of the marching grounds this is what motivated and this is the motivation to uh why we why we're doing what we're doing and it started through this but um man it's it's kind of lit like a flames the last three years because of all the goofiness that's gone on in this world and and you i don't have to go through and tell you all the goofiness you guys know um you probably left a little bit uh shell-shocked from it dull to it you don't want to hear any more about it but the fact of the matter is is it's probably more it, it, there's probably more going on than you've uh, accredited to it. So we're going to do that. We're, we're going to go through this and I'm going to talk a little bit about it and then uh, talk a little bit about how this came about on earth and then uh, what we can do about it. So here we go. Uh, Romans 1.18 For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. Now, that's a big deal right there. They're suppressing the truth. Do we not see that going on right now? Or they're telling lies to try to cover up the truth. And, um, you know, I don't know if you guys have been around Instagram lately, but they have pulled so many of our pictures off and... Um, did not want to see any of our animals that were dead or anything that was shot with a rifle. And they're suppressing the truth. I mean, I, last I read, I think it was more, over 90% of humans in the United States, people in the United States, eat meat. 
And for Instagram just to pull that down, they're suppressing the truth of where that meat comes from. And there's a reason behind that, you guys. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll allude to that later into in, this podcast. So stay with me. But there's a reason behind it. It This isn't just like, oh, my gosh, that's a bad thing. I don't like seeing blood. No, there is actually. Um, and, and you guys are going to call me conspiracy theorists, but I have camouflage tinfoil hats. Um, it, it's true. It's true. There is a conspiracy behind all of this. And I'm going to tell you what that conspiracy is down the road here. Um, you're just starting to hear it right now. This is part of the conspiracy. So, um, the unrighteousness suppresses the truth. Verse 19, for what we know about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. So God has actually shown us the truth. And, and everybody, it, this is, so this is everybody on earth, the people, um, all over the earth. This is, this is everybody for his invisible app attributes, namely his eternal power and divine and divine nature have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world. So we can know who God is through what he's done. That's what it's saying here. So they are without excuse for although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him, but they became futile, futile in their thinking, futile in their thinking. They, man, <clears throat> the Bible spells out all sorts of futile thinking about humans. If they, if they don't want to address God, they're going to come up with crazy ideas. And I, you guys have probably heard some, right? Um, in high school, my goodness, we were taught that we came from naked apes and those naked apes came from something that, um, was less than an ape. And then that came out of going all the way back to primordial soup. And that's about where they take it. They don't go any further back than that. They say we were primordial soup and amoeba that, um, you know, uh, after a lot of time and, uh, evolved into what we are now. And, um, that's feudal thinking. Let's think about this for just a second. Think about this for just a second. We have personalities. We have thought. We have something else inside of us that tells us how to think. Right? I mean, you don't just think the way that you think because it's a bunch of molecules and electrons. You think the way you think because there's also something else inside of you. Some people would call it consciousness. Um, some people would call it, uh, you know, some, a product of society, which is ridiculous because uh, you think different than most people. Um, I mean, you agree with a lot of people, but your thoughts to get there a lot of times are different. And you're an individual. You can't just get individuality from a societal um, type of thinking. Let's think about this a little bit even further. How when just go back to the last time you were thinking about something hard and you had decisions to make and you were arguing with yourself over the decisions. Maybe it was a moral decision. Let's let's even do that. Moral decisions are better because um, something inside of you tells you how you should think about something. If it's not telling you that, if you're having problems with moral decisions and you're not thinking morally anymore, it's probably because you seared that nerve. You know, you can make nerve endings um, not feel anymore. And all you got to do is continue to um, all you got to do is continue to overwhelm them with uh, with with different types of numbing agents and things like that. Well, what happens is in our thinking in our moral thinking, if we continue to walk down the wrong path, um, we get to where we could just, um, pretend like there is no morality, but it doesn't sit well with humans. When was the last time you had a moral decision to make and you argued with yourself? Where does that argument come from? <coughs> Excuse me. Where does that argument come from? Where does, where does the morality that speaks into what you really want and you're, and you're trying to, you're trying, 
humans always try to make what they really want the thing that's going to be moral and we and we take those things and we um turn them into a relative thought right like we, we'll reason with ourselves and try to make ourselves feel better about what we know is wrong am i the only person here that does this i don't think so i think all humans have done this i think we've talked ourselves into doing stupid crap um outside of what is real and and i i think that's a real thing i it, come on be honest with yourselves when is the last time you talked yourself into doing something stupid that you knew you shouldn't do and um at the end of it you regretted it and you're like man i should have listened to that well where is that coming from what is that that is that you should have listened to where does that come from that's um god says that's coming from him Yeah, so God says that um, your thoughts aren't just a product of blood, guts, and gray matter. That you actually have something inside of you driving those thoughts. Now, his, his Bible tells us, or his word um, tells us that those thoughts um, are broken. <laughs> and that's how we are able to talk ourselves out of things. And that's where... Um, Verse 19 says we became fuel futile in our thinking. And it's because we don't look at what God has done and we, we don't give him um, any kind of glory and we don't pay attention to what he says. And uh, let me read this again. Um, verse 21, although they knew God, they did not honor him or give thanks to him. See, that's where they, they didn't um, by honoring God, you do what he says. Right. If, if God, if God is real and he is, if he's real and he's the one that created everything and he's the one that set everything in motion and he's the one, the way that everything should be done. If we don't do what he says, we're going to end up doing the wrong thing. And that's what happens when we talk ourselves out of doing the right thing in our heads. That's exactly what we're doing. And they became futile in their thinking. And their foolish hearts were darkened. So um, not only does your thoughts get bad, but your actual what makes you up gets bad. Um, man, I, I, I tell you what, it's been that way in my life before. I've done the right thing for the wrong reasons. And it's that's even more crooked than doing the wrong thing for the right reasons. Or doing the wrong thing and and trying you know it's it's horrible when you do the right thing for the wrong reasons um it's hard to put into words but think about that think about it have you ever done the right thing for the wrong reasons to glorify yourself well that comes from a darkened heart and that comes from what happened when we turned away from god let me continue Claiming to be wise, they became fools. Saying that we became that we came from nothing is foolish. Um, the law of cause and effect speaks completely against that. I don't know how science could say that we came from nothing without inserting religion, without inserting their ideas. It's not observation. They, they can't say that we came from nothing. Or they can't say that... They can't say that we're an evolved ape. They don't have anything to observe that. Um, they put a lot of stuff together and tried to say that that is true. But quite honestly, okay, so they have these. <laughs> I know this is on a tangent, but I got to say it because we're at that point. Think about 2,000 years from now. And if somebody dug up Andre the Giant, dug up his his skeleton, right? And then they take Mini-Me. I don't know his real name. He's an actor, many me, you know, in in uh, a show that you shouldn't watch, but it's funny. Uh, Austin Powers. Anyhow, um, take many me now. Take those two skeletons. Two thousand years from now, scientists dig them up. Are they going to be able to look at those skeletons and say those 
both those people are human. Now, look back in our history and what go just go check it out. Go check out the um, what scientists are saying about our ancestors and the skeletons that they have and all the evidence that they're bringing forward and see where they get that evidence. See how they're putting it together and then try to understand that they're <laughs> they're creating this on their own. And the reason is because then they don't have to, if they think that we came from apes and we evolved from nothing, then they don't have to answer to God. That's what it comes down to, you guys. That's what it comes down to. And yes, you're not going to come to that conclusion with observation from um, the invisible, right? Because science throws out the invisible. It really does. God's saying, hey, look, the stuff that's been made, just the fact that you love each other or hate each other, you should take that into account. That's just as important as measuring um, time or measuring stars or measuring distance or measuring. That's, if not more important, take the stuff into account. Um, look at ducks, for goodness sake. Why is, why is a mallard drake colored different than a mallard hen if they were <laughs> if, if evolution was the way that evolution is supposed to be wouldn't they both be the same color think about that have you ever thought about that um wouldn't it be advantageous for both the hen and the drake to be camouflaged i'm telling you guys we've been fed a pack of lies and it's continuing. That's what's going on. We are being fed a pack of lies. And um, if unless you start really thinking about the stuff that you immerse yourself in, the creation, and you start putting yourself in that area, man, it's easy to listen to these guys that want to control the narrative. They want to control um, what truth is. And uh, it's horrible. It, you guys, you got to understand, be... Step outside of that. Step outside of that. Do not trust everything that you've been told. Don't trust this. Don't trust what I'm telling you right now. Go through and examine what I say. Don't just sit here and take in what I'm saying without going through and examining it. If if what I'm saying is true, it's that important that you should take the time to really check it out. If, if you're still listening to this, you're looking for truth somewhere. Go through and look at what I say and and check it out. Look at what everybody else says. Check it out. You guys, we live, God has given you the wherewithal to be able to do this. So let me continue here. Their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools. They said that personality comes from nothing. <laughs> uh, in exchange for glory of the immoral God, for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creepy things like Santa Claus, like all of the saints that people pray to, like um, elk heads, <laughs> um, you know, um, people almost worship elk heads. I mean, there's a there's a group on the Internet that has. A certain bull that everybody knows, and I know people that have bought like pictures of that set of antlers. They and and they put it up in their offices and their rooms. They wear it on their chest and everything else. Um, you guys, <laughs> uh, that's kind of what this is saying here. Therefore, God gave them up to the lust of their hearts, to impurity. Isn't this what we see right now? The lust of hearts. With the trans movement, with the um, child trafficking stuff that's going on, with the uh, uh, drugs in Portland, they're they've been given up to the lust of their hearts. They're just they're just placing that stuff above God. To the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves. <sighs> I mean, all the stuff I just mentioned is dishonoring their bodies because. They exchange truth about God for a lie and worship and serve the creature themselves, other things, rather than the creator. 
So this is why we, uh, this is why I created the Life Outdoors because I know where our culture's headed. I've been around young adults for the past 10 years uh, and, and teaching young adults. And I saw this shift and, and I felt like we needed to get the word out that, look, um, everything in this world, in this culture is trying to get your eyes off of what has been made. If you think about it, all the artificial pavement, um, artificial cooling, artificial heating, we don't have to think about God anymore through that. Um, the being able to cross the country without uh, here's something Dr just driving in a car has taken away something away from us. You drive in a car and then go up the same road on a motorcycle. You start feeling different things on that road. You know where the icy spots are going to be because the, the air starts cooling off in certain spots and it stays cool in those spots. But you don't know that if you're in a car. So you're, you're learning less and less and less about what the world is, is like around you. Now take that and then live into a city where you, re, re, where you, you have to, um, you have to give yourself over to the governing bodies of that city. If you're going to get anything done, we've lost something as humans because of, we built this tower of Babel called comfort that we want to live in. We no longer have to take an account that God um, is the only way out of things. You know, you look at uh, some of the people crossing over the United States in the 1800s, and when they come up against some hard things, and they were doing that constantly, uh, maybe a thunderstorm or, or a fast flash flood or, or uh, who knows what, um, they had to take into account what was going on around them a lot more than we do. Uh, they probably prayed more than we do, even if they didn't know who they were praying to. I, I don't I can't go back and know exactly everybody's prayers. But what I can say is, is at least they um, were a little bit more grounded and they knew what was going on around them and the lies of the the uh, human created um, artificial world didn't rule them like it does to us now. And it does. And, and quite honestly, it people, there's people that live in cities that have never, ever stepped outside of, um, the idea that man doesn't control everything. I mean, there's people, this is what the, the anti meat movement or the anti hunting movement is. It's not, I shouldn't say anti meat because 90% of people eat meat on, on in America but it's anti-hunting. They think that their meat is just shows up. See, see what I'm saying is, is they have lost the whole idea that God, um, exists or that, you know, by taking meat that, uh, uh, if they're going to eat a hamburger, they got to kill something that blood was spilled on their behalf. And so those, those metaphorical, things that you learn from being outdoors uh, is, is at a loss to a lot of people. And that's why it's harder and harder for them to actually um, be introspective thinking and to think that there might be a God in the earth. It's, it's harder because um, they have been inundated and with uh, what man has created. It's actually the new tower of Babel um, trying to reach and, and reach for man's um, godliness. It's the same thing that happened in the Garden of Eden uh, where man is trying to become God. And in the cities, it's working really well. I mean, if you just look during the pandemic, uh, the things that people thought that they would just shut down and they would rule over other people and uh, just, just look at the whole craziness of all that. It, that was all made by man. Man was the one shutting things down trying to move people into getting um, vaccines against their will 
and and as if and then the people making the vaccine thought they were god because they were going to save everybody from this um from the virus right and then come to find out the vaccines didn't work like they said they were going to work and all these lies that humans place on other humans um this is what we have to combat against and this is why the life outdoors was created is because i was reading through this stuff and it made me introspective think and i thought i have to share this with the rest of the world that there is something beyond what man has made and that something is more true than man itself but that's not the narrative and that's not what um we're being sold and you guys all when i'm saying this you guys could probably all think of media you've seen all of the the um you know the the where the media's got all on one side and they're all selling the same narrative you've been told the same pack of lies and you don't know what to believe anymore you don't even want to believe in truth because um you've been sold so many lies well see this is where the devil wants us this is what he has done and that's why it's so important to get people outdoors is because he cannot speak lies into that reality um i mean to the point of you know we we even have video games like minecraft where we create everything and we live in that idea of we're the ones who um, escape reality to go into these video games. And then we get the devil's so smart. He knows how to use our endorphins against us, knows how to use um, all of the hormones that we by creating things online, which is not real. None of that stuff is real. Um, creating all those endorphins and and all of that um, uh, shots of adrenaline and all those things that you're supposed to get from real things uh he fakes us into that and then we start living one to live there because we don't the the real world doesn't give us that all the time we have to actually work to get it in the real world or we actually have to be in that situation in the real world um it, it kind of reminds me man i when i was in the youth group a bunch of guys were playing call of duty and i always wanted to find ways to connect to the guys and call of duty you know that's a pretty fun video game actually but i i'll never remember i'll never forget i mean i'll never forget i i went in there and i had a regular controller and these guys i guess hop up their controllers and stuff and have all these special things to make their gameplay better and anyhow so i'm in there with all these 15 year olds some 12 year olds and and i'm i'm trying to compete against these guys right um i i think it's like one of those places where they drop you in and everybody's against everybody and whoever last the longest wins and you're shooting each other and all this stuff i had made it nowhere dude <laughs> i mean i could not get around anywhere in there and so the next sunday i go to church and the kids are just laughing and and they're sharing with me and i so you know we get to talking and i said well what's the deal and they're like you dude we kicked your butt and i said well yeah in the fake world you did and they were so proud of themselves. They accomplished something they thought. And all they accomplished is making a bunch of X's and O's do what they want with their thumbs. And so um, I thought, man, there's got to be a way I could I could speak to these guys. There's got to be a way to they un to understand so they understand what's happening to them. They are getting this great high from doing nothing. Right. Talking about how good they are at warfare sitting on their sofa, twiddling their thumbs. Um, the endorphins that you get in any kind of situation that's high stress like that are there for a purpose. But they're being able to tap into a little bit of that um, by playing these video games. Matter of fact, it's getting to the point now where um, a lot of people are talking about transhumanism, where you're actually going to live in a metaverse and you could live in a different place than where you live right now. And then you're going to shoot all these endorphins to you through a fake universe. Um, even to where they have sex in the metaverse and guys are really getting off over this stuff. It's, it's absolutely utterly the tower of Babel. Um, it's exactly what we read here. And anyhow, so, <laughs> um, I was looking, I, I know I'm off on a tangent again, but I was looking, for a way that um, I could show these guys that that is not real. And that way came to me. Um, I didn't even have to ask for it. It just came to me. And 
you know, I've been through boarding team member school and I've had some tactical um, training and, and knowing how to clear rooms and knowing how to well, clear a ship, basically. And uh, close quarter battle. It really is a lot of close close quarter. And um, so it was kind of fun because uh, one of our one of the parents was like, hey, man, we should all do some airsoft. And there's this great course that has some uh, close quarter battle and uh uh cqb and and uh i was like oh this is perfect this is perfect so the first thing i did is i was like okay dudes uh it's on now you guys kick my butt in call of duty but you're gonna see what reality is and we got into that and and i mean their little moves that they have in call of duty i mean you if you buy the right controller in call of duty you you could speed yourself up and jump but that doesn't work in the real life and i had those guys almost in tears shooting them getting them out of there stinging them and and to the point of they didn't want to play anymore and i'm thinking to myself and so the next sunday i i talk about truth and I talk about the differences between those two. And see, that's exactly what's going on here. That's the world we're living in now, you guys. It's There is truth out there. Just because you think you control a narrative, that is not true. You do not control truth. You may control a narrative, but all you're controlling is lies. How did that happen? Well, we are in the time of Revelation 12. So if you guys want to turn there, let's take a look at Revelation 12. And I'm going to turn there. It's going to take me just a little bit. But um, we are in a time that Revelation 12 has happened. And um, I'm going to read it to you. And then I'm, I'm going to kind of break it down. And then I'm going to tell you how to react to this and, and why this is such a big deal. And, and I'll tell you what our mission is at the Life Outdoors as we're trying to bring kids around to this idea. Not kids. Everybody. Anybody. Because this narrative is so steep into us. It's been taught to us for generations. We have to break that cycle. We have to break that chain. We have to start understanding who we really are as human beings. What God has created us to be. Let me, let me go ahead and jump in here. to, uh, And we're, I'm going to read the whole, the whole chapter through. And then we'll come back and talk about a few things. Okay. And, <clears throat> a great sign appeared in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun... And with the moon under her feet, and on her head was a crown of 12 stars. Now, Revelation, you got to understand something about Revelation. It's apocrypha. So what that means is, is it's, it's speaking in symbolic language, and it's talking about prophecy. Now, when you ever you see the 12 in uh, prophecy, you just start thinking about the 12 uh, tribes of Israel. And so this woman is a tribe of Israel, right? This is, or is the whole of Israel. Sorry. Now think about that. This woman is the whole of Israel and it's got the head on the crown because each one of the tribes had the head of the tribe was uh, the 12 kids of Israel. Right. So she was pregnant and was crying out in birth pains. Um, think about Israel and how much it got beat. <laughs> it's been beat over the thousands of years that it's been on the earth. Israel has been beat up. And the agony of giving birth. Another sign appeared. So that's the first sign is that there's this woman and she's pregnant and she's being beat up. Um, and if you think about it, you know, the Syrian uh, takeover, the Babylonian takeover, the Roman takeover of Israel, all those things are part of that beating up, getting beat up. And then in heaven, behold, a great red dragon with seven heads and ten horns on his head and seven diadems. So um, this is this is a uh, picture of the dragon or the serpent. Um, and and if you go back in time and you look in Genesis, who was the serpent? And uh, notice that it's got kind of like a usurped. Um, diadem so it, it's kind of a usurped position it's not a, the real king but it's this dragon um his tail swept down a third of the stars of heaven so that's a th um 
if, if you go through the book of Daniel, you'll see what the stars of heaven are and what this means. It means that the third of the angels left heaven and it cast them onto the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth so that she bore her child that he might devour it. So who would, who would this child be that Israel's birthing? Well, the Messiah, the Messiah, the one who's going to free Israel is who this child is. And if you think about it, if you look um, through history and what happened in history and what we know about uh, King Herod, right? He was trying to kill all of the two-year-olds and trying to devour the Messiah. And so he was acting out of um, the spirit of this dragon. Think that through. He may not have, he may have been thinking that he was, um, that his kingship was in jeopardy. So he was doing it that way. That's see, that's how the devil works is he works within that metaphysical world and speaks these little lies into people. And so they act on their own. Um, he's like, you know, if this, if this is the real Messiah, then you're going to lose your kingdom. So you need to kill these. And, and then Herod's like, Oh no, I can't kill babies. And then the devil comes and says, look, man, do you want to keep your king? Do you want to keep your kingship? You're going to have to kill this. You're going to have to get rid of it. And he's like, oh, man, I... see how this works, you guys? There's a spiritual war going on there. And Herod did. He ended up following what the devil says. And the devil was sitting there going, mm-hmm, I'm going to devour that Messiah. He's coming. I'm going to devour him. So he stood before the woman who was about to give birth. So when she bore her child, uh, he may devour it. She gave birth to a male child, the one who is to rule all nations with a rod of iron. That makes me feel good. <laughs> Some people read that. And, oh my God, she's got a rod of iron. He's going to rule us. Um, he already rules me with a rod of iron. Um, but just imagine if the perfect goodness of all that is right and good in this world is the ruler. How good this world could be. Well, that's going to be heaven. Uh, before that happens, though, he will be uh, ruling on this earth as well. And there's going to be people who don't want him ruling. Um, it's just crazy to me to think that, but it's true. That's what it says. There's still going to be people that rebel against him. So with a rod of iron... But her child was caught up by God and his throne. So God brought the child up to the throne and the woman fled into the wilderness. Does that make any sense? The wilderness? Where were, where were the people of Israel? Um, they, they survived in the wilderness for a long time. Where she was placed and prepared by God. So if you think about the wilderness, think about all the people of Israel um, uh, post Jesus time, right? 70 AD when the temple was burnt down, they fled, they went all over the earth and they didn't come back until the forties after Hitler did what he did to the people of Israel. Um, and then they had their own, we're seeing a little bit of that right now. We're seeing some stuff going on right now, but, and it's all part of this. You guys You got to understand that that's still the woman. And so, uh, it's amazing to me when you start thinking about how much prophecy has already been fulfilled and what it's talking to down the road. That's pretty crazy to me. Let's keep reading. And the woman fled into the wilderness where she had been prepared by God in which she is nourished for three and a half years. Now you could take that for what it is. There's a lot of different prophecies. I'm not going to even touch on that right now because that doesn't matter to what I'm trying to show you guys. Now a war arose in heaven. Now look at this. A war arose in heaven. This is after Christ came on earth and then was brought back, was resurrected, and now sitting at the right uh, hand of God. Think that through. This is post zero year. Okay? This this is, we're in what, 20. 23 this is post so our clock goes off of jesus whether or not we're off four or five years because we don't use the jewish calendar that's all right but think about that it's called bc not bce and not ad 
Uh, it is AD, not um, beyond common era. Uh, time is at this pivotal date. Look at this. This is talking about a pivotal t point in time in, in not just human history, but cosmic history. Now, war rose in heaven. Michael and his angels fighting against the dragon. And the dragon and his angels fought back. But he was defeated, and there was no longer any place for him in heaven. So the devil hasn't been in heaven since this war that took place after Jesus rose back into heaven. So after Jesus went on the cross, rose out of the grave, and then ascended, right? And the great dragon was thrown down, and the ancient serpent was called the devil and Satan. The deceit. Now check this out. This is the big thing, because this is where we're living at right now. He was thrown down to the world, and look who he is. He's the deceiver of the world. He's the owner of narratives. He's the one lying to everybody. He's the one that's getting the Trumpsters hating the, the woke people and the woke people hating the Trumpsters and the and the all all this stuff, you guys. Understand. Understand what is going on here. That there are narratives flying all over this. Some might be true, some aren't true. But they all are creating this whole um, array of chaos. And chaos comes from the devil. Because he is the deceiver of the whole world. He was thrown down to earth and his angels were thrown down with him. And they heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and power and kingdom of our God, the authority of his Christ, have come. For the accuser of our brothers has been thrown down. Who accuses them day and night before God? So it's this devil who uses the law of God against us has been thrown down. And that's what you're seeing on the news. Everybody's calling out each other, everybody else. And they're saying, you're lying. You're lying. You, you did this. You did that. Um, you know, Biden's a pedophile. Trump is a tr Trump is a womanizer. A uh, woman hater, uh, all these things. You see that? That's what what's happening here. It, it's going on right in front of us. And they conquered him by the blood of the land. Okay, and they accused him day and night before God. And they have conquered him. This is the, so. This is the brothers of heaven by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. For they love not their lives even unto death. So, this is what. Um, so this is what, um, the saints have done. They were brought in by the blood of the lamb and they said, we believe it, their testimony. And this is what brought me to believe that this, this is what truth is coming from. Therefore, rejoice, O, uh, o heavens, and you will dwell in them. But woe to you, earth and sea, for the devil has come down on you with great wrath because he knows his time is short. And we're going to stop there. Actually, we're not going to stop there, but I'm going to I'm going to comment there real quick. Um, have you guys ever shot a bear? Do you do you know what a bear does what, right before it dies? It just thrashes everything, everything around it. I've even seen bears. I shot a bear a little bit far back and that bear reached around and just started biting until he died. Started biting really hard on the wound in his back. It's, it's absolutely crazy when you look at it and that's what the devil's doing right now. He knows that the mortal wound has been dealt to him. If you go all the way back to Genesis 3.15, it says that he's going to strike the foot of the of the woman's offspring, but the woman's offspring is going to step on his head. His head has been stepped on at the cross. And you see, that's, the, that's exactly what's going on here, and he knows it. A snake, when you step on a snake's head, what do they do? They, they still wiggle around for a long time, right? Well, that's what's going on. And then if you chop... A, a rattlesnake's head off they could still bite you and see that's where we're at in this world right now that's what's going on that's why so many lies are pulling people in all you got to do is go down the streets of portland and look at how these lies have affected people and we got people that are walking like 
like zombies because the devil has got his hooks into him and told him and 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 worked against their nature their sinful nature and said look man this is the only way that life exists and i'm telling you that's not it it's a sad state of affairs let me take a look here and, and i'll finish up we're going to read the rest of this and uh and, and we'll uh, talk a little bit about how we get through this and, and what it looks like. So, the serpent poured out like water, river out of his mouth after the woman and swept her away in the flood. So the serpent was telling so many lies that uh, that's what swept her away like a flood. But then the earth opened up and swallowed that water. Here, let me read it to you. Um but then the earth came to help the woman and the earth opened up its mouth and swallowed all the river, swallowed the lies of the dragon had poured out of his mouth. Then the dragon became furious at the woman and went off to make war against the rest of her offspring. So first after Israel and now after everybody else that believes in Jesus and made war. So we're in a battle. We're in a war. You guys, we are in a war. Uh, um, well, well, let me continue. For those who keep the commandments of God and hold the testimony of Jesus, he stood on the sand of the sea. So that this is what's going on. This is what we see in the world right now. And this is why um, I feel like I've been called to the outdoors uh, section of this war where um, I was created from my time of birth I, and I was known before my birth. Um, I was, I was actually being wove, woven together at the time of creation to be a part of this cosmic war that's going on. And so is everybody. Um, they are part of one way or another. They're part of the war. Hey guys, Nate here. Just uh, want to jump in here and I'll get back to the podcast real quick, but one of the things is we sell hats to try to keep this podcast going. And uh, if you guys can help us out, if you guys are getting anything from this podcast, if you could please run to thelifeoutdoors.com, and that's with a Z on the end, and grab yourself a hat, it helps keep the lights on. Um, if you can't afford a hat, um, there's other things you could do. You could share this podcast, and you could also um, join our Patreon over at the Life Outdoors Patreon. And these things help us. So um, I hope that uh, you're getting something out of this podcast. And we're going to return here shortly. But uh, we really appreciate your support. And that's what keeps the lights on here. So realize that in this war that you're created in, um, if, you're, if you're not of Christ, if, if you are not standing within the truth, um, you are merely a um what would you call it you're you're a non-combatant that um is going to be killed all the same or maybe you have uh, given up on christ and you say i'm uh, there is no god well then you're on the side of satan you're you're part of what's going on on the earth and we see that in humans. We see a ton of humans that have given themselves up to uh, what Satan's doing and uh, have turned away from God. We see it all over the place. I'm not going to name names, but I think you guys could start looking after you understand the ins and outs of what's going on here. So what do we do? Well, the first thing we got to do is we got to realize that we are in war. If you're not a Christian, if you haven't taken these things and thought about um, what it all means and uh, come to look for truth, um, you, you need to do that. That's the first thing you need to do is you got to realize that there is a war over your soul and that war includes everything in the cosmos. Uh, we've lived in America far too long in comfort with our heads in the sand um, not wanting to believe that evil really exists. We've done that for far too long and we can't do that any longer. 
Um, I think from 2020 on, we've seen some of that. We're starting to see more and more of it. Um, some of the stuff that is going on is just blowing us away. So with that said, um, if you are a Christian, maybe you've been sitting with your head in the sand too. Maybe you don't want to even um, realize that you are part of the war. If you're a Christian, you are in the war and you are a warrior. You are supposed to be taking up battle daily. And I know that I know that this isn't something that you've probably heard in church very much because, you know, they don't want people thinking that they're Christian nationalists. I'm not talking about trying to save America here. What I'm talking about is gird yourself up against evil. Because evil is coming on this earth and it is ravaging. And if you don't believe me, just start looking around and look at the empty, deceitful philosophies that are killing our kids. Cutting genitals off of them without your knowledge. Trying to change them into something that they're not. Trying to make them transhuman. Look at what they're doing with technology. Do you know, do you know that biology and... Uh, Digital technology are joining. Do you know that? They're already controlling mice with remote control. They could control mice with remote control. You don't think they're that far away from trying to do that with human beings? It's it, it it's a total, um, it's not going to happen. I'll, I'll tell you right now, real humans aren't going to be controllable in that way. They have to be they have to be tricked into it. The devil can only trick them. They can't control them. Um, but they they look at humans as being a machine. They don't even look at them as having a spirit. And they think that they could upload your psyche to the internet. When your body dies, you just build another one that looks like it um, with GMO products. And then they download that consciousness back into the body. Um, that's called transhumanism. They think that that's going to happen. If you don't believe me, start looking at Ted talks, go look at Microsoft, go look at all of the companies, Facebook metaverse. Look at all this stuff, you guys, because it's out there and that's what people are thinking. The, the elites in the world, this is what they're looking to go look it up. Um, I know this is a, supposed to be a hunting podcast, <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I'm telling you, they don't want you to know anything that is real. They don't want you to hunt. They don't want you to gather your own food where you have to rely on God for things. They don't want you to do that. They want you to re- think that you can rely on yourself, that you don't have to worry about rain, that you don't have to worry about wind, that you don't have to worry about fires. All these things that they're creating that you don't have to rely on God about, that you rely on them, and then they can control you. That's the ultimate goal of the dragon coming to the ground, coming to the earth, being thrown out of heaven. He's in his death rolls and he's pulling people around. So understand that you are in war. If you're a Christian, you are in war with marching orders. And if you've been sitting on your butts doing nothing, you need to repent and you need to get after it. No warrior can sit on their butt and do nothing. And I know you're told just live by grace and, and don't, don't make waves. Heck shut down your shirt, your church when COVID comes around because the government says so, not because you think it actually is going to hurt you, but because the government says so I'm telling you, you, better step up and you better start thinking about what's going on. Speak up against the movements. If, if you're, if you're a hunter and a fisherman and you listen to this podcast, speak up against the movements on trying to stop hunting or the movements of trying to create um, a world where you can't hunt. I'm telling you, it's all a ploy of the devil. Yeah. The people that are pushing this stuff may not even understand what's that they're being used by the devil the the um the anti-hunters in this world or the pro-wolfers that are trying to kill off all of the um all of the ungulates through the wolf you guys this is all something that is a ploy of the devil speak out against it the world was created for humans 
Yeah, we're supposed to take care of it because God created it, but we are supposed to have animals to eat on earth. It's not, we're not supposed to be overran with predators that are eating stuff that we're supposed to be eating. We're supposed to manage those too. It's all a ploy of the evil one. He's got into people's mind. I know this is far and spacey, but think about it. Sit back, meditate on what I'm saying here. These movements, the new green deals, all this stuff. You guys, yeah, people are in front of this, but those people are being manipulated in that spiritual realm. So we need to go to war. How do we go to war? Well, the Bible tells us. Um, go to Ephesians 6.11, and we're going to stop here. But go to Ephesians 6.11. Um, because we have to have a battle plan. It, you, we can't just go to war without a battle plan. And, and so many people tell you to go to war, right? So many people say, you got to do your part. You got to be a part of what's going on on earth. And I'll tell you what right now, you cannot call yourself a Christian and not do things. Um, being a Christian isn't just sitting around and soaking up God's grace. It's God's grace that got you there. Yes. But now that you, if, if you have the spirit of the Lord living inside of you, he is going to move you to move. And that's part of this. That's part of why we created the life outdoors is because we have been moved to do that. We've been moved to pull people into, um, communion with Christ. And we see the outdoors as being the vehicle for that. So let me read this to you. This is how we go to war. Ephesians six eleven. Um, one page back. Let me get there. Ephesians six eleven. Well, let's let's go back to ten. Finally, be strong in the Lord and the strength of His might, and put on the whole armor of God. So he's alluding to the fact that we are in war and we need armor. That you might stand against the schemes of the devil. See this? When I talk about spacey things like the devil is trying to control things on the earth, that's because I believe the Bible. And I see it. I see it going on. So um, understand that the schemes of the devil are what you're seeing. And that's why you need the full armor of God. That's why you need it. Because you're at war with this. That you might be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle. Now it's talking about wrestle. But it's actually, if you look up the Greek, it actually means to hold down. So, so to actively hold down. So like wrestling would be pin. It, it, it would all, almost be so we pin against the flesh and blood. So we don't, we don't pin that down. What we're pinning down is the evil one. We're, we're keeping Christian's job here is to suppress the evil one. So, um, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and authorities and cosmic powers. Rulers and authorities of what? Oh, you mean governments? Yes. That's exactly what it means. Against the people that are trying to hurt us? Yes. Against the, the um, demons that are speaking pedophilia in people's hearts and minds? Yes against the tyranny that um, governments are being spoken to through the devil? Yes. Against all of the Gavin Newsoms of the world? Yes. Against authorities, against the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand the evil day and having done all to stand firm. So it's it notice it's these are action words. You stand against it. You take it up. You you have to have the armor of God to be able to do it. Stand therefore, having fastened the belt of what? Truth. That's the first thing that we we have in the armor of God is we stand on the side of truth. We resist all the lies, the narratives, the false narratives that are out there. If you don't know whether it's true or not, don't spread it. That's one of the big things. But one thing that when you start seeing the truth, 
speak against the lie. Having put the breastplate of righteousness, so the only way that you can do this is if you try to be right yourself. Nobody 100% can be right. Only Jesus is right. 100%, right? So connect yourself to Jesus, and he will make you right. Um, we'll never achieve it fully on this earth, but if you try and if you hold to righteousness, if you say, man, I suck because I need to do this. It's not tolerating wrongness, even within yourself and other people. We don't tolerate, we don't tolerate the idea that guys should be girls and girls should be guys and that guys should marry girls or, <laughs> that, no, that's a good one, that guys can marry guys and girls can marry girls. We, we say, no, that's wrong. I don't care what you say. That is absolutely wrong. And that's the truth. And uh, the shoes for your feet, having put readiness. So being ready for uh, giving the gospel of peace. Be ready. What's that mean? That means know your Bible. Know how to speak. Know the situation of the world. Know the cultures. Know what's going on. Be able to speak into that. Know um, the state of what's going on in the church. Being able to speak outside of that, you know, um, be able to speak to people, be ready, be ready because it's coming. Uh, if you're not speaking Christ to people, if you haven't talked to anybody this day about Christ, you're not being a Christian. You're not engaged in the war. <clears throat> in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith. This is where it all comes from is the fact that Jesus is real. Because if Jesus isn't real, none of this matters. Um, honestly, if Jesus isn't real, uh, life doesn't matter. <laughs> but he is real. He's completely real. Which you can distinguish all flaming darts of the evil one. And the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit. So the sword which is actually your Bible or God's word. It's not your Bible. It's God's word. Um, that is your actual thing that you have to use to pierce to people's soul. It says that um, scripture pierces down to the marrow of people's souls. So it sinks in. So you got to know it. You got to use it. Nobody goes into uh, war with a rusty old dull sword. Would you do that? I mean, if you knew that people were coming in and you're going to have to defend yourself with a sword, wouldn't your sword be the sharp as it could be and as clean as it could be? Wouldn't you value that to the point of, um, or would you just be complacent and go, ah, I'll grab my sword whenever I need it. And, you know, don't bug me. I'm, I'm too busy with life. I, I don't need to sharpen my sword. Well, I'm telling you right now, you're engaged in battle. You don't even know it, maybe, but you are engaged in battle. And you need to sharpen up your sword. So, with that said, this is why we exist. is because we are bringing truth by introducing people to the outdoors. You cannot fake a bad shot. You cannot fake a cold night in a tent. You cannot fake the need for Christ on a bad shot when you're blood trailing. You can't fake any of these things. That's reality. There is no video game in this. There, there, there's no app that's going to um, make this work for you. So that's why we, we've created the Life Outdoors, because we want to take people into that, and we want more and more people to be able to experience it. Because, And, and we don't even have to hardly preach. We just show them the things that are true. We show them God. So if that's something that you guys um, want to be a part of, if you're a Christian, um, you should find your thing and join the battle. And uh, part of that, maybe maybe you're not supposed to be on the front lines. Maybe you are supposed to be um, part of the support stream or, or, or the, the back end where you support the people that are on the front line. Then give to missions. Give to people that are out there battling. 
Give to your local church. Make sure that your local church is using the money right, of course. But go down there, and if if they're not preaching that you're in a battle, go find another church because they got their heads in the sand, and they need to understand that we're living in a time where Christ is working through people, and you got to be a part of that. I mean, it, we've been living in this time since Jesus left the earth and went back to heaven. And if so, if you if you've listened to um, churches that are not preaching to get out and do something, then they're not preaching the word and they're not preaching what the gospel is. And um, you really need to probably find another church. But you are called if you're a Christian, you're called to be a part of this battle. You could also be a part of this battle by supporting other people. Um, there are so many different good ministries on on that are um, parachurch organizations. I you, you got to support your local fellowship. You got to do that. I mean, that's where this all begins. The Bible's very clear about you going and fellowshipping with people around you. Um, that doesn't mean you got to support like this huge building or beautiful grounds, but you do have to support the local fellowship that you belong to. And you got to help um, people in their hard times and you got to celebrate with people and laugh with people and cry with people and be a part of that. That's, that's, a huge part of church, but understand that you're actively engaging in warfare when you do that. And also uh, get the word out, be involved with people that are getting the word out. And that's, we believe that we've been sucked into um, the front of the outdoor world. And that's what we are doing. And we do that. And uh, that's pretty much why we're here. So, Hopefully you guys got something out of this and hopefully um, you're still listening because I, I don't want to just bore you with this podcast, but I do want to call you out and I, and I want you guys to understand that um, you were created for something more and to do any less than that, you're really not doing, um, and you know it. I, I mean, when I'm speaking this, you guys are probably going, yeah, man, I got to get involved in this. I got to do something here. I got to, you know, maybe, maybe your gift is to cook. Maybe you should be a cook for people and, and then tell people how good God is through cooking, but, um, you have something. So that's what we exist for. Uh, hopefully we've, um, hopefully we've lit a fire underneath you. This is, this podcast has been kind of for Christians and we'll go over, um, some of the stuff later on in the, in the new, in the episodes to come, we'll go, go through and, and show, um, how God exists and what he speaks through the outdoors. But, until then, uh, one of the big things we could ask from you guys is please, if you've got anything out of this, share it with people. And then if you could help us share it, um, we could also use any kind of uh, monetary help that we could get from you. And we could also, more important than both of those things is prayers. Um, please pray protection over everybody involved. And, pre and please pray over uh, um, us as we carry this forward and we thank you for everything that you've um, done listening and uh, dear brothers and sisters, uh, we want to meet you. Uh, please feel free to reach out to us. We have a website with a talk board on it. They call that a forum, I guess um, you can go over there, talk to us. You can ask for a prayer. You can do it in secret. You don't have to put it on the board, whatever. Um, we just want to do what God's calling us to do. All right. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Thanks for listening to the Life Outdoors podcast. Join the Life Nation by spreading this podcast or by going over to our YouTube channel, giving us a subscribe, or even by following us on Instagram. All these things help spread the life. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. Keep living.